0: Sit and change me.
1: Indeed, man. What's up, y'all? Man, we back at it again, man. Raphael here. And look, I ain't even gonna hold y'all, we're gonna get straight into it. I'm just gonna give y'all this quick little intro about what we got on the agenda for today. I got my boy Aaron Smith from the Escaping the Odds podcast, and the Escaping the Odds podcast is about men and women who were formerly incarcerated but now they're seeking a life of entrepreneurship. But it's much more to it than that. It gets much deeper than that, man. You know, the man got a whole backstory, man. So y'all just sit back, chill, parlay, and just enjoy the show, man. Let's get it, man. Can You Blame Me Podcast. Welcome to the Can You Blame Me Podcast, man. That's right. Can You Blame Me Podcast. And like y'all know, like I always do, I keep the heat with y'all, man. So in case y'all are first-time listeners, um, can you blame me? Podcast is a podcast where we discuss hip hop culture, social issues, uh, entrepreneurship, relationships, and everyday life situations. Man, just everyday life challenges. And uh, today we're gonna get into a little bit about life challenges, man. And I got my, I got a very, very, very special guest with me today, man. And uh, he goes by the name Aaron Smith, and he is the creator and the host of the Escaping the Odds podcast which is about formerly incarcerated men and women who decided to change their life around and pursue entrepreneurship, man. So what's going on, Aaron? How you doing, big
0: dog? Hey, what's up, bro, man? Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Just hanging on in there, man. I'm glad you you brought me on board on the show, man. I appreciate it. I really do.
1: Ain't no problem, man. Ain't no problem. So you know what? Well, it'll it'll be disrespectful for me to kind of get your whole backstory, man. So today what we're going to do, we're going to have like a two part, uh, segment. we gonna have two segments. And first, we're going to just talk about your backstory, story. And, you know, mm-hmm. g- you let us, let the listeners learn a little bit more about escaping the odds, and yeah. the, the movement that you have going on. And then the second half, we're going to get your opinion about, we're going to tap into the hip hop a little bit about a situation that's going on, you know, with the whole, uh, situation with snitching and, you know, uh, should you or should you not, and the consequences behind it? Do you agree? How you feel about it? But kind of just tell the people about yourself, man, and about your brand and uh, kind of your backstory, man, because you've got a very interesting backstory to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I appreciate it, man. Uh, through through trial and through trial and fire, man, I'm here though. So uh, definitely, man. Without without me going through the things that I've been through, there, there won't be an escaping odds. So. You know, God God allowed things to happen, man, how it needs to happen. But uh I, I grew up in Chicago, born and raised south side of Chicago, um impoverished area, like a lot of us in, in the city. Uh however though I always value education. Uh my family always value education. I was the youngest of five. I always been ambitious, business minded, things of that nature. Um and basically got involved in the streets as it relates to drug dealing more so than, like, the gangs. Um, My thing was I was trying to get money, you know, Um, the quick way, shortcut route. Um, Went to college, ended up going to college. Uh, First started really selling drugs. I was probably, like, mm, about 14, about 15 years old. Started off selling marijuana, which is, like, the gateway drugs for even a a hustler, you know what I'm saying? And so – and now it's legal in Chicago, Illinois as a whole. But, um, yeah, so I started off – Started off with marijuana and then eventually got to selling like a little crack cocaine, like petty hustling though, you know, while I was in college. Um, but then I got introduced to to Heron, which was like a total different hustle. Um brought a lot of money. Um and so with that with that lot of money the feds came. Um and I eventually just cut the story short. The story short, pretty much just got it. I got indicted on a federal drug conspiracy charge, myself and like forty six other people um in a housing project <laughs> in Chicago. It was pretty it was a pretty huge case in the city back yeah. in like two thousand six or whatever. Um yeah, so pretty much um just kinda got engulfed in the fast money. You know, I was in college end up getting a bachelor's degree in business, but at the same time I'm doing my hustling or whatever. And so I was like yes. I had I had like a double life to be one hundred percent real with you all, you know. Um I was least likely to go to prison. I think even to this day, people that 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 meet me, they are like, man, you don't seem like the person that spent nine and a half years in prison. You know, but it it was it was during that time where I really just kinda got back to the essence of who I was. I was just, you know, right. I was, I was a businessman at the end of the day. You know, I didn't even feel like that. I, um, that I was selling an illegal product. I know that may sound crazy, right. but I was so engulfed in it. It was, it was business every day. It was the operation that we were running. So it wasn't like, you know, and a lot of times right. I didn't see like the, the, the negative effects of it. I just kind of saying like the, the quote unquote, the rewards of the hustling. So I was kind of detached sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, Mm-hmm. As it relates to like the, the the carnage that it that it does cause, and so right I um uh, like I said, ended up going to prison for nine and a half years, man, and in that time, I learned so much about myself, I had the opportunity to to kind of really recalibrate or reset myself and um uh, spent a lot of time with a lot of good brothers in there that were um either big timing on a legal scale as far as it relates to drugs mm-hmm. or fraud or whatever they were doing. But they were all business minded, though, you know, and even I I rubbed elbows with a lot of successful um, business people that either came to prison because they were um, they did something illegal within their company, whether it was taxes or whatever. And I had the opportunity to learn a lot from them and hear their story as well, you know. And so I was able to blend my love for entrepreneurship. And also, just kind of hearing the stories of like rags to riches, or like a comeback story from the men and women that I was incarcerated with, and it allowed for me also to do like prison reform through through my podcast and just like really giving back. And so, uh, right that that's pretty much what I did. Had birthed from, and this was like I came home in two thousand nineteen, February two thousand nineteen, and I had this idea probably back in like two thousand. Fifteen, somewhere around there. So it's been about uh-huh. about five years, and I was reading about podcasts, this new medium, and I'm like, wow, you know, this this is going this is going to take off. You know, it's kind of almost like the reinvention of the of the radio, a radio the radio station, and um, anyone can have access to it with the phone. So I'm like, wow, okay, yeah, I got I definitely got to got to tap into this and kind of get these stories out and and change the narrative as it relates to how people think. Um. A person who's been from who's been incarcerated you know a lot of times they think like you know because you've been in prison you like this this idiot or you're ignorant you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah or, you know it's like you know, <laughs> yeah. no doubt you got people like that in. i'm not trying to paint everybody in prison as like this super guru business person or you know highly intelligent or anything like that but i'm not also not what i'm trying to do is like um the mean the men and women that's in prison like Yeah, we made some bad decisions and some bad choices. However, you know, um, you got a lot of sharp people in there. And I wanted to be able to highlight those men and women that come home. And through escaping the odds, that's what I'm doing, just getting those stories out and teaching at the same time. You know, it's like an inspiring story, but also you go get some business tips too. So if you want to start a nonprofit or do some real estate, I got somebody on the show that's that's been formed that was incarcerated, but that's what they do now, you know, and so – You'll be, right. be able to get that. So that, that's the whole premise, man, of the show. So I'm rocking and rolling okay. with it. And so that's what it is.
1: Okay. Yeah, man. That's man, that's that's inspirational within itself, man. And just to kind of respond to what you said, it's kind of like you you always had that. See, you are, I'm you know, me and you you kind of remind me of somebody who got a hustle mentality, because I, I have that mentality myself. So it's not necessarily about it was kind of one of those things where you had the right idea, the right intentions, you know, but just the wrong market. So Mm -hmm. it ain't, it ain't no different from baby or Jay-Z or anybody else who started off, you know, in a certain game, but they took what they learned and took those tools and just applied it in the legal way. Like you said, i same tools that you had, you just like, let me use the same potential that I have the same marketing and just, do it in a way to where I can earn a legitimate look residual off of it. Right. And um not being funny, but I mean if you think about it, bro, you know just like I do. Anything any business you start, bro, if if you can't grow in it and evolve and expand, it ain't no point of doing it. So like you said, you started off with weed, then crack, then heroin, you know, um you 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 upgraded. You know, you were doing something I mean apparently you was doing something right. You know what I mean? Like ultimately it wasn't the right thing to do, right. but just your, what I'm really trying to say. Your mindset, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It was the wrong. It was a so, wrong. It
0: was a wrong product. You know what I mean? It was. It was business. Wrong it, pro- uh, right. it was a product, man. It was like yeah. the same. Like I always tell people, man. To be honest with you, man, it's like I did four and a half years in college, nine and a half years in prison. Right? I learned more in prison as it relates to business and on the streets as it relates to business than I ever did in the classroom. What it was about marketing. Right. What it was about accounting bookkeeping you know of course we didn't use those words you know what i mean but um right, right at the same right. time it was like that's what i that's what i learned you know and i didn't realize that until i sat down and i really had the opportunity to sit down with men and women who was really running legitimate corporations and after i'm telling my story to them they like wow like man you know you were you were running a, a business. It was just the wrong product, you know, and it was just kind of dumb. Right. Yeah, no, you, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's just that, you know, I just had my mind was warped, And so now I'm just kind of, I'm getting, like I said, I reset. I'm getting back to it. And I'm taking everything that I've learned. And even as it relates to like networking, because um, I believe your network is your net worth. And so just being around, exactly. being around people that you can not only help you grow, but you can help them grow. And um, just, right. and at the end of the day, just 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 networking with a lot of different people, mm-hmm. right? and uh, to be able to help. That's that. Yeah,
1: that's that positive energy re- reciprocating itself. Just like you said, you 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 surrounding yourself with light-minded people, you know, so uh, that that drive is automatically. It's just like you know, you know that saying. If you show me your friend, uh, I'll show you. If you show me your friend. I can point to you. If you show me five of your friends, I can tell you where you'll be yeah. in five years from now, something
0: like that. You yeah. know how that say yeah. I may have misquoted it. No, it's, it's definitely is. It's, I got one like that, right? Where it's like, if you hang around nine broke people, you bound to be the tenth.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's a good one, too, you <laughs> Yeah, You know what I'm saying? That's a- a a- one. Ain't no other way around that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and then go back to what you were saying about the inmates, man. Like, True enough, it is some inmates that, that, you know, they they a slap on the wrist don't do it for them. You know, right. they 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 come in, they get out, and it's like, okay, all I did really was learn to do what I was doing before I went in, but I learned the better way to do it. You know, yeah.
0: no, they man, ain't I'm really 100%. trying to do this,
1: right? They're not really trying to take it and just go to a whole no, that's how they know, right? But it is, it is some geniuses in there, bro. Oh, you got to think about how these. These folks making shanks and how they making them and making these man, tattoo machines. Man, and, listen. here, You yeah, know man. what
0: I'm saying? They... You, wouldn't, hey, you wouldn't believe it. I'm telling you, when I first went to prison, I'm I'm still surprised by a lot of things that I've seen as it relates to like the ingenuity of a person that's in there. Like, you got all this time and you be like, you sitting there listening. And my, I have a business mind. So I'm like, man, you know you would realize you got a business going. So I always find myself talking to guys that I, when I, I recognize their talent, I am like, hey, man, what it was working out, what it had a knack for that and a gift for that or strength or whatever it was, And I was like, hey, man, you know you can do this. You can create this kind of business with it. And I would find myself almost being like a consultant, but it was just natural, right. just talking because I love business. And so right. what I'm doing now is just like is exactly what I was pretty much doing. And I was talking business. You know what I mean? And so right. it's, the right. same, it's, 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 it's the same thing, man, you know? Same thing. Yep. And I'm going to tell you, I told you this off
1: the record, but I'm going to tell you this, you know, why we on L2. Like, the reason I gravitated to your particular brand, number one, because I'm one of the, you know, uh, I guess I'm a fan of the prison content, like 23 and 1 and uh, Love After Lockdown, uh, what's the one, first 48, you know. So I'm already a fan of that whole genre. But at the same time, it's like, like you said, the Raz to Riches story. I love seeing somebody start from the ground up and build a yeah. foundation and just seeing it blossom. You see what I'm saying? And like, yo, 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 entrepreneur mindset really what caught my attention. Like, it's just like you said, when you see somebody that's kind of got the same kind of grind and motivation that you have, and they came from nothing, they started from nothing, it's kind of like I gravitate for it and I have respect for it. You see what I'm saying? Because I got my own journey. Like, now I ain't never been in no phase. Now I ain't, you know, I never was in the I was in the county system for a short period of time, even though it did affect me significantly, you know, so I can't attest to what it feel like to kind of lose everything you have and start over. Cause I did have to do that, but I never was in the system like that, but I can not relate to how it feels to kind of just come up with a plan and execute. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like when I see people doing it and not only talking about it, execute it, and then seeing it come to fruition, it's like, it kind of it kind of made me feel like we don't build the community within itself. It's like you, you kind of like you know, uh, for lack of better words, like a we like a um, uh, what's what I'm trying to say? Not a family, but like a like a brotherhood. That was that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Definitely. So yeah, man. So I do respect the grind and respect the hustle, man. And uh, with that being said, man. So. What's 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 your ultimate purpose for it, man? You kind of touched on it a little bit, mm-hmm. but you told me some, you know, you told me some real deal stuff. out yeah, we ain't gonna get into all that because you know that's some other stuff you're working on. But you got some plans, man. So as far as the podcast is concerned, or if you want to share anything else with yeah. me, yeah, like I guess three or five years from now, what what's what's your goal, bit? Oh
0: man, bro. Um, uh, I started off with the podcast because I I knew. Just based on reading about what a podcast was, it had a low barrier to enter, right? Like anybody can create one. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do the podcast. But ultimately, like, I want to get into like telling a story like on film, you know. So that that's that that's my that my ultimate division is to um pretty much do like documentaries and and, and film, but also kind of related to like this kind of experience, you know, whether it's comedies, whether it's dramas, whatever whatever it is, this is like my this is like my niche. Um to basically tell those stories in in front of the lens. But also I got some events that I'll be doing as well under the escaping the odds brand, which I really can't really get into right now. But there'll be some really right, dope, right. really dope creative events. Um that that I'll be doing, you know. Hopefully, we're looking at like next year, sometime. Once all this pandemic stuff kind of kind of rolls by, um, I'll be able to kind of do more of those things. And so, yeah. So that's pretty much it, right. man. Just just changing the narrative, basically. Like you, right. with, with me, you're going to view prison and people that get out of prison differently. You know, right. and not saying that right. not saying it's so- not people that are supposed to be there, and no question about it. Like there's some people that need to stay there for a, a real long time. But well, there's a lot of people right. like, that's in there. Maybe they made one, two, three mistakes, and um, you know, they 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 have a and may it may not may not even be like a business mind, whatever, but just really, really good people. You know what I mean? Like I got some of my best friends, and it, like we got a brotherhood. You know, we talk to each other to this day, or right. I, I'll reach back to them in, in prison now. So, uh, basically, that helped change that right. narrative, man. And so through through the arts, and so that's what I'll be doing, and um, right. yeah, like even even getting into like. Even get into like halfway houses, the whole nine, man. Just it's, escaping the odds got a whole lot coming. Definitely got a whole lot coming.
1: And speaking of, and speaking of halfway houses, bro. I think correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but I heard your episode speak up, sis. And if I am mistaken, did you say you started this while you was in the halfway house?
0: No, no, no. I had um, I had the idea of it, of course, when I was in prison. But I kind of started working on it. Yeah, while well, I was in the halfway house, but I couldn't really do too... I couldn't really get down to the nitty-gritty of it until I got out. Okay. I, I created my first episode December of 2019. I got out the halfway house and out of custody in February of 2019. After okay. after like nine years or five months. And um, hit the ground hit hey. the ground running, bro. Like, I was so geek, bro, coming out, man. It was like, but I had anxiety, too. I'm going to keep it real with you all, you know? Um, okay. But it's like I felt like I had to take care of everything in one week. And I know it sounds crazy, but I remember uh, right. I, mean, I might be getting out of course, but this kind of came to my mind real quick. And I think I always need to hear this. Like, just go get into the mindset of somebody who comes home. You may have a friend, family member, whatever. Um, when I came home, it's like everything was new. It's a feeling like you can't even describe, you know, especially for someone that had never been away before. And I remember being, this is my first date out the halfway i was like well i could really move around i didn't have to have an ankle monitor me that i was free free you know it's like it was a surreal feeling and i'm i remember feeling overwhelmed in the middle of downtown I'm like wow man and i got so many And that day i was going to um try to connect and network because i knew my network is my net worth you know i knew i had to be around people that were doing mm-hmm. some of the same things i was doing, right and just get my professional, my, my social capital, as I call it up. So I remember just being in the middle of downtown, like, man, you know, so many things running through my mind. I got to take care of I got to do this. I got to do that. So I'm I'm going to different locations, just talking to people. And I had to slow down because I was, I was feeling that a sense of overwhelm and anxiety. And I really had to tell myself, like, I don't have to do all this in one week. I literally felt like, like, like this stuff needs to get done like ASAP, like, it needed to be a, It was like a right. rush, rush situation, you know, so I had to learn how to really pace myself, you know, I had to learn how to pace myself. So imagine just being locked up in one place, saying the same thing over and over and over again for nine and a half years. And then you get out and you have all this sense of freedom. And so all those thoughts that you had as it relates to business or whatever you want to do, man, you feel like you got to do everything. Everything on your list, right. you got to knock right. it out, like, as soon as possible, you know what I mean? Like, it was going to go somewhere, you know? And so, right. it, it, was, it was a crazy fight. And I didn't even realize Yeah, it. bro, it was a crazy I fight. didn't
1: realize, bro, that you been, uh, December, they didn't even see as much, bro. You said December of 2019, so you, yeah, this.
0: My first episode, so I got I got 19 episodes in right now. January 19 Friday. episodes in it. See, yeah. Bro,
1: see, see, for for the for the sake of your platform, bro, I'm not gonna cuss that I'll show it for throw a couple cuss words, bro. But that's 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 remarkable, bro. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't realize what, what short of I'm thinking because like when I listen to your material and the way it's like uh produced and just based off the, the momentum you are building, I'm thinking you'd have been around just as long as I have. I mean, I'm only like eight months in the yeah. game myself, but you know. Man, that's that's. I took my hat off to you just for knowing that alone, bro. And that's inspirational because it's like you got somebody who, been gone for this period of time, you have to get reacclimated to society, like you said, catch up, and you just knocking one checkpoint at a time. And you, and you got some people that still procrastinating about. It.
0: Shit, yeah. I do? It I'm tonight. gonna tell you something. <laughs> you know Speaking saying? of procrastinate, though. Um, okay, man, I did that. I did that, man. Like I, I got out you know, uh, I was actually had another idea I was working on. It was like an app. And so that kind of fell through. And this was like another idea I had, you know, to do the podcast it Was on my list. Not even really at the top of the list. You know, I knew I wanted to do it though. And I found myself like mm-hmm. in these like prison reform type environments like kind of stumbled across it. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I said, man, I'm going to start my podcast. This was like Mind it was already in my mind, you know what I mean, doing it. But I had I wanted to focus on one thing at a time. I was like, okay, now I'm gonna do my podcast. That's more, that's more me. This is more, you know, it kind of my personal life and my business life can kind of combine together with this, right? Because you know, sometimes the personal life and your professional life just don't really, they're not in sync with one another, right? But with this, it was for me, so I'm like, ah, let me go ahead and and jump on this idea. And so, uh, but I was man, I was procrastinating. I was like, I was coming up with every excuse in the book not to do it, you know, like, oh well, I don't have a computer, I don't, I don't know how to what platform to go on, like, mind right. you, I'm new to technology and the whole now, like, I wasn't even on Facebook at the time, so I'm like, man, I know you got to do a lot of promoting on Facebook and social media, I don't know how to do all that, you know, um, uh-huh. and so really trying to talk talk myself out of doing the podcast, and uh, I found Anchor, um, and I had a, a young lady I used to date back in the day before I left. She had a podcast, and she was like, well, you can do it on, you know, on Anchor. And Anchor lets you do it, you know, you can just use your phone, whatever, right? I'm like, ah, okay, that's cool. And then after that, I had, um, I was like, okay, I need somewhere to record it because I really didn't want to record it on my phone. I wanted to kind of kind of have myself in the studio or whatever, just to kind of give myself an environment, to, the whole ambiance of, of all mm-hmm. that. And so, right. the workspace—the workspace that I was going to, like a couple times a week—just kind of again being in that environment, just wanting to immerse myself in that environment. The owner, I had built a rapport with him. He's like, "Well, man, you know, we about to build a podcast studio." I said, "Oh, oh wow!" <laughs> I, said, <laughs> I said, "Man, no way! I, I can't That's build this thing, you know." And so he was like, "And the price was very affordable, very affordable for what." You know, other places may charge like a typical studio, and I'm like, man. Right. And then I found a, a a video guy, you know what I mean, that could come in because I wanted to do a video with it and help me with the audio. And so everything came together, bro. And I was scared though, man. Damn. But I, I did it, man. I, I knocked that joint on out, man. December nineteenth was my was my first one, um, that I had released, man. But it took me like. Well, about six months man like to really you know amongst everything else that i was doing like to really pull the trigger right yeah
1: well well look look where you at now yeah, with it though man yeah. and um uh, i don't know how how it involved you with the spiritual oh, realm man. but bro this may that possibly in a sign that that was your calling man when you get those type of man, signs man, you know, before it kind of fall in your hand like man, look,
0: man like my. Ma- my faith is that that that's what i said man I'm, I'm a believer man in christ bro man that's what got me through all that time you know and um yeah. and, and and that's, and that's who putting these these pieces together man like that that's making it do yeah. what it need to do right now so it's a blessing
1: it is man it is bro so like um, uh, another thing we had talked about too that i wanted to touch on man uh I know you know a lot of kids kind of get easily mm-hmm. influenced about, you know, what they seeing on TV and especially like the hip hop culture right now. And, you know, uh I guess what's your plan? What what advice do you have for anybody that may be listening? Um, that may be living a certain lifestyle right now because just like you said earlier, you was like you had friends when you was in the feds and telling them that, hey, man, you know, you can be, you can take this somewhere else and you can make this a legitimate hustle because you actually are business owner right now. And I actually know people personally, too, that I be trying to talk to, bro, but you know how it go when you're making good money. Like, who am I to tell them? You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, if, if, if I'm not taking you literally and putting that money in your account or giving you that bag, I ain't, my, my word can only go so far because at the end of the day, I'm just giving you yeah. words. I'm not, that word's not turning into liquid. Yeah, acid. So, but you also got, you know, the up and coming kids that, that, that see this type of stuff and they may, may be swayed a certain type of way and they just see the, they just see one aspect of it, man. So like, what, what will your message be to them? Like you said, with the money and everything, what would your message be to them if they currently either think about going that direction or currently living that direction that type of lifestyle right now to kind of get them some advice to kind of just have them think just think it over
0: literally. yeah um man man it's only it's only a couple ways out you know either well I, mean, I, I would say three ways out uh when you stay involved in it either of course you know dead locked up on a life mm-hmm. On a lifetime installment plan. What I mean by that is going back and forth to jail for two, three years. Go and get out. Go back for four years before you know it, you're 50 and you've been in jail your whole life. You know what I mean? Uh, you get you get out for a year, maybe ball a little bit, and I and I use that word loosely. You know what I mean? Um, maybe making a few thousand here and there, or whatever. And uh, but nothing like you're not a kingpin. Most people won't even make it to that status. You know what I'm saying? Um, not saying that it's worth it if you do. But uh, in another in another right. another way, or another thing that's gonna happen to you, you go start using your own product, you know, and just become mm. now now you become a a victim to the very thing that you were selling. So and I and I've seen all three of those. I've seen all three of those. You know, okay. very very seldom do you get people that get out and they make it out and unscathed, and you know they they made all this money. And they out the game, you know what I'm saying? Without without being getting caught up in the criminal justice system, uh, without maybe getting shot and and, and uh creating some kind of trauma in your life, um, and then effects it have on your family too, even if you're not doing it for yourself far as making that wrong decision. Like think about the pain that it's gonna give your family or your children because when you locked up, they doing time with you, you know. Uh and and, and, oh, yeah. and, and the moms yeah. In most cases, she's gonna be the one that's rocking with you, your homeboy, your home girl that's out there doing whatever you're doing with you they chances are chances are highly like you have a couple of them maybe you know what i mean that they kind of stick by your side or whatever, but for the most part, um the people that's gonna be there is, is more than likely your mom, you know, and so it's 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 not it's not worth it, you know what I mean to kind of to even go through just the whole process of it all you know what i mean like it's 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 emotionally challenging if not physically you know um just okay. just speaking from my from my own experience however i don't i wouldn't take back the things that that happened in my life as it relates to me being incarcerated because you know it may be the person i am today but um and, and to right. add to that i would just say be your authentic self you know what i mean like a lot of times we get um, peer pressure, you know what I mean? I, it may not even be directly, but it's just like right now we live in an age where social media, you know, everything is like subtle, you know what I mean? Dropping little little hints and things of that nature whatever, and we want to, you know, as youth, you know what I mean? We want to fit into a culture, and uh, fit into that culture means, you right. know, you're doing things that you normally probably wouldn't do, but then after a while it becomes a norm. You know, and then before you know it, you doing things, right. you lose yourself, and you lose the essence of who you are. And then before you know it, you you down this spiral black hole. And then, and once you hit rock bottom, you are looking up like, God damn, how the hell did I get here? You know. And so, uh, right. And I, I'm spe- I'm speaking right. from experience. Like man, I I spiraled out of control. You know, but I felt like I was in control though. But it wasn't able to when I was able to sit down. When I realized, like, oh man, I was tripping. I was tripping hard at one point in my life. I said, I never, I never not sell dope. And this is somebody with a bachelor's degree in business, bro. Like, yeah, I grew up in the hood and all that, but I was always book smart and street smart, you know? And so it's easy to get caught up. Very, very, very easy to get caught up, especially when you're making a decent amount of money. And I was making a decent amount of money. And so um, it's easy to get captivated and get caught up into all that, you know? And so, that, that, that's yeah, that—that's what I got for somebody that—that's that, thinking about, you know, flirting with the game. Before you know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a lifelong marriage, and then eventually a divorce, and the divorce is gonna be ugly, you know.
1: Right. I'm gonna now, now. you know the name of the episode is "Does Crime Pay?" Yeah, that's your man. answer right so, there. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> that's the answer right there, but. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm put an interesting twist to it, man. You know, and uh, I'm gonna ask you this, and I just, you know, just want you to be real as yeah. possible because I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of the of the youth, you know, that's currently living it right now. And of course, you you can relate. But let's say, you know, and I actually heard somebody say this. That's why I'm kind of regurgitating. But let's say you're in a situation, in, in poverty situation, you know, you the you the breadwinner of the house. All right. You get out here, you do your thing. Like you say, you're making decent money and, you know, it's a good chance you would be gone for a long time or a period of time, you know, three to five years, 10 years, whatever. But when you get out, you still got like a nice stash or whatever or money put up to where uh, you can pick up where you left off from or you can take that and invest in something else. Or you can start off with, you know, what some people do, they start off doing it and then they kind of funnel that money into like a, a, a barbershop or, ty- we know, different type of businesses, a legit business. So it's kind of like it's funneling the money and some people never get caught, you know, so not to try to put you on the spot, but for the people who kind of thinking of it like that, are kind of got a game plan more on that side of it. Would you say crime pays in that aspect or do you feel like it's worth it if you know that okay, I may do some time but I still may get out and still be as well off as I was before I went in because as opposed to me doing the 9 to 5 and making a legitimate amount of money just consistently it's still not going to match up to the money that I could potentially make living like this. I
0: mean, for 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 me um like how can I say this like i I don't do it I don't get back in the game because um i don't I won't get caught right um mm-hmm. i don't I don't do it because it's just it's it's out of my system and, and it's a for me it's it's more of a moral thing you know what I mean like even if they made it like even if they made Ooh, it okay legal and which they have right like I still Okay. Okay. Feel some kind of way about selling poison in the community. You know what I mean? Because I I know what it did. I know what it do. You know what I mean? So mine is from that from that standpoint. Um, you know, and so uh, um, yeah, and and then just like this the stuff that you send your people do. You know what I mean? Like who wanna man? Who wanna be locked up, man? Around dudes all day long. Somebody telling you what to do. You know, right. talking to you crazy, um, making you feel in some cases less than a human being. Um, yeah, it's like, why, why, why put your why subject yourself to that, you know? And I mean, even though right. for some people right. they feel like the, the the risk is worth it, you know, And to me, and that's an idiot, you know, that, that that's the idiot. Somebody's going to. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're gonna go out there and play a game that's rigged. That's like me shooting craps, and I know the I know the, the person I'm shooting dice with, he got loaded dice. But I think, but I think, but I think I can beat yeah, him because you <laughs> might beat it once or twice, you may win once or twice shooting dice with him. But in the, the day, you, right? Yeah, he's gonna let you win, he may he let you the win, game. <laughs> right? He let you win now, you're gonna be comfortable. And it's the same way in the streets, man. Right? Like, you know, yeah, when you get to a certain level. Like they'll let you do what you do, you know what I mean? Because they just trying to build on you and build on you. Then, before you know it, you you caught back up in the system, and then you put in situations where you know it's like it's just damn if you do, damn if you don't, man. So, it's um, so that's that's my answer, man. right? You know, definitely, de- def- definitely not, man. That's bro. real, you know. That's- um, yeah, the simplest way I could put it, man, that it's not. It's not even worth to putting putting your family man, through it, your own self through it, you know. And the community as a whole too. Right.
1: And then another thing is too, man, I think that uh I think when we, you know, me mm-hmm. and you around the same age bracket, man. And um, you know, when you younger, you a kid, bro, you're not really thinking about the residual effect it can have on the community. You just thinking about this quick dollar, you know. And if, if if you got bills to pay you just trying to pay this rent or the you know the light bill just keep the lights on in the house you're thinking for you you see what I'm saying and even though you may at some point get to a situation or get to the point where you're living very comfortable you don't really realize that you don't you don't unless you were involved mentally and like you said if you been if you had some type of moral uh compass installed in you it sound like you do if you're just a genuinely good person at some point it's gonna it's exactly. gonna overshadow that greed so you know what i'm saying it's like it's it's all about self-growth bro. like you can't be the same person you was at 19 mm-hmm. when you turned 29 and what made me realize that bro is uh a documentary i seen when i was watching cocaine cowboys and uh he you know he was talking about when he was dealing with Azalea de Blanca or whatever, and then he they, he walked back down the same street he was selling heroin on, and he was seeing like, the look, you know, the needles and the residue of the... Man. Like, just years later, he was saying he was, like, 90% sure that that was his product, and he didn't realize the effect that he had on Man. the community. So, it's like, when you get older, bro, you look at it from a whole nother Standpoint
0: than mm-hmm. what it is when you're younger, bro, and I think hey, that's bro. what it is on time, man. So just gotta let. You no, know, life... I'm sorry, bro. I just oh, i yeah, wanted to get This thought out because that reminded me of something, man. I I think I seen that, Cocaine Cowboys too. Um, you no, know, when I was in the halfway house, mm-hmm. I was on the on the west side of Chicago, and uh, the west side of Chicago is a lot of it is impoverished or whatever, right? So where I was at was a pretty impoverished area, and I remember uh going to work, going on the bus stop. And like they had like the dope spots, like in Chicago they sell a lot of heroin, right? And like I said, it's a it's a different drug, you know. It's different right. crack. It's different, like you know, it's a whole other different kind of user. And so and people and people need it so early in the morning. Right. You see people lining up for the stuff, or whatever, right? And I remember me being a part of this every day. This is my life every day, you know what I mean? And I'm looking and I'm like, wow, man, like this is crazy, you know what I mean? Like it was it was a culture shock for me. Because I had been around in so long, like that part of my life, right. I had almost like put it so far in the back of my mind that I would forget certain experiences that I had, and it was bringing back like some of those uh, moments that I could remember. And I'm like, "Wow, man, I can't even believe that I was part of stuff like that!" Like, like I didn't even think twice about doing that. You know what I'm saying? And All so, right. uh, so he told me that that story. I kind of reflected back on my own life. You know, and um, and like even now, mm. it's 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 um, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy just to even it, kind of to kind of see it. And it's it like is. I'm so far removed from it that I don't even really recognize myself as that person. Like I can have a conversation with somebody, and they could talk about something in the past or whatever. And I was like, man, like, like, right, like the kind of money that I was touching every day tens of thousands of dollars every day, bro. You know what I mean? Like selling drugs every day. Like you making this kind of money and it's like like wow. Like that's 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 crazy. You know, people don't make that kind of money. You know what I'm saying? But (laughs) that's that's the kind of money that was running through your hands every day. And it's like Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day it came with, you know, uh killing killing off your community and just the effects you have the residual effects, you know, so
1: yeah, it did, man. And I'm I'm gonna answer my own question, man, because my answer is the same as yours. I'm I'm gonna say why it don't pay, uh, bro. Just like you said, man, it's 2020, bro. And yeah. this this the hustler talk right now, you know. You know, I'm talking to you as a hustler, man, because like I said, um, I pretty much come to you as just a, a spectator and a student when you are talking about how it is to be in the system. But when it comes to like, uh, you know side hustles and just trying to different ways to get money. Yeah. I'm very familiar with that. You see what I'm saying? So, the reason I say it's not worth it because, bro, it's so many ways yeah. to get money and get rich legally Man. now, bro. <laughs> you know, so many ways. I mean, the, like you said, you got to be willing to put the work in, you know, the podcast. that's the long game, but you got people selling stuff on eBay. Mm-hmm. You got people doing YouTube channels and you, you, it's, it's, I mean, even your phone alone, your phone yeah. and your laptop, just the digital market Man, alone, bro. bro. <laughs> it's a whole multi million dollar, billion dollar market within itself. So it's like, not, to, you know, not to try to like step on no toes or offend anybody out there, you know, but in some ways, bro, it's like if you, in some ways, if you still kind of bragging about or, or boasting about, Doing a certain thing, bro. It it look yeah. it get to the point. It look lame, you know. It look kind of lame, but I can't knock it because I I get it. But you know, at some point, bro, we got a lot of resources we can use to yeah. where we can turn this thing around, man. So that's why I feel like it don't pay in. A, it, like you said, in the in the short term game, okay, cool, you know. But when you were not playing the race, you're playing America. Yeah. You know, at least, you know, a lot of me and you are. You know, people like us are. So that's why I feel like it's not worth it, man. So I just wanted to kind of get my old little two cents on that. Yeah, Just for the and, listeners and out there. And then, too, man, on top and, uh, of all that,
0: right? Man, you can't, you can't buy dope mm-hmm. from yourself and sell to yourself. You always got to have somebody else you're dealing with. And then that leaves the opportunity for right. somebody to uh get caught in a situation and mention your name and, and get you locked up or whatever and it's just uh that that that's one that's one of the reasons why crime don't pay neither. You know what I mean? Just just that, that, from the that's from the legal yeah. the, the legal <laughs> standpoint from somebody and chances are man nowadays somebody's definitely gonna somebody definitely gonna tell on you. You know what I mean? That's just that just, yeah. just the laws of average, yeah. man, you know. And that's 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 just what it's gonna be. So, you know, if you wanna <laughs> kinda take those chances, you know. It's um, it's 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 really it's really fruitless, you know. And like you just said, it's so many different, it's so many different things you can do nowadays. Where, like, e- e- even if you still want to live yeah. that lifestyle, you can do it legitimately, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you still want to have all right. the cars, and you want right. to be at the club, popping the bottles. You want to, you know, look look like you got the life, then. You, you you can right. you can do that legitimately by doing whatever you know, and if you still want to be around that environment, you know you, you you can do that and 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 right. and not have to sell dope with it. You know if you choose to go about it that way, uh, if you're looking to chase the lifestyle part of it,
1: or 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 not to cut you out, you still can sell weed yeah.
0: legally. You can get vest- exactly. you know you, you, you can vest- open, in open up your own dispensary. You know? state. What yeah. So if you want to still be involved, dispensary, kind of, you know if you just gotta sell you some drugs, you know what I'm saying if yeah. You, if that's what you just gotta do, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, yeah. If you got to fetish for that. If kind you got to fetish thing, for it. You know, they definitely open you up a dispensary, man, right, right. Know? And definitely, uh, definitely get it cracking, man. But it's it, like you say, man. It's 2020, man, and uh. Yeah, selling selling drugs kinda you it's kinda old, man. You know what I mean? Like you you, you see they they legalized in the most states, yeah. you know. As the marijuana part of it, but right. Yeah, that's my, right. That's my
1: take. That's cool, man. So that's cool, man. So um we coming down, like I said, I usually keep mine within an hour limit, bro. So I wanna get your opinion. Uh yeah. we're gonna touch on the hip hop game right now, man, and uh Speaking of title telling um, and yeah. telling man, you had mentioned that. Uh as you know, uh was sort of a young man out there that goes by the name of Takashi 69 and uh he had a situation where he was involved in like a local gang and he got caught up in the situation and he kind of used them for muscle and used them for protection and he really wasn't that type of person, but he got in the situation where the feds got involved and you know, back against the wall, he ended up turning a, uh, a lot of them in. And now they're doing time. So uh, his side of the story was, his side of the story was, and I'm using him as an example, day, but just, <laughs> it happened every day, exactly. So just hypothetically speaking, bro, if you was in that situation, and uh, let's say your family getting threatened and people threatening it off you or whatever, and uh, they sleeping with your baby mama or your girl and whatever while you was out. Would you still do you think you is it considered snitching still if you was to kind of turn them in? Uh, if you were to get caught up, like, should you be loyal to the people that's not loyal to you, or do you feel like you still should speak to the to the code? Yeah, I, I because think, that's what um, you signed
0: up for. Well, he put himself in, man. Uh, he he didn't really he ain't know the he just seen the glitz and the glam of it. You know what I'm saying? And so when it came down to it, I think he kind of used that. I think he would have did it if that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like if that didn't happen with his moms and um his girlfriend and that whole thing. I think it was just I think it was a way out right. for him. Um yeah, so okay. um for me, man, like I I ain't gonna put myself in that situation, man, to make them kind of decisions. You know what I'm saying? Uh to be to be to be honest with you, you know? Right. Um I think that like when you kind of place yourself in a situation, man, it's like, you know, you gotta you gotta live with your decisions, you know what I mean? decision that you make, you know, and I think that right. the way he's the way he's going about doing it is not I think he's adding insult to injury, you know what I'm saying? I think that um I think if right. he would have he did what he did, he can't take that back, right? But I think if he had come home right and he would have approached the situation differently opposed to going on TV antagonizing it makes people already Already they they envy you anyway because you're a superstar, right? And now you get out, and now you then, um, mm-hmm. you making it seem like it's okay to, to um, to implicate other people, in your crime things like that, and get people incarcerated. And you you pretty much what he's doing he he he's treating shame with shamelessness. That's his strategy. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'm gonna get out, yeah. and I'm just gonna act like I really yeah. don't care about it, and I did what I did. Woo woo, this and that. But in actuality, he really cares, you know what I mean? And he's really using it. He's really using it, which is the bad right. part, you know what I'm saying, on top of everything else. It's like you're really using that to kind of sell your album and things of that nature. And so now you're you're telling, opposed to telling, opposed to coming out, people would have looked at him differently, you know what I mean? Like people forget, um, you know what I mean? Like after a while, stuff get old, right? So opposed to coming out. And like, hey, I just went through this traumatic event. You know what I'm saying? It was like, man, you know, I wasn't the person that I really was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I made decisions decision to do, do what I felt like I had to do at the time or whatever, but not really making no excuses for it. But then just like, hey, you know, um, teach, teaching the youth not to go that route, not to get yourself involved in the gang and to be all mm-hmm. to yourself and not to get caught up and... You know, illegal activity, trying to fit in with different kind of culture and things of that nature. He did the flip side of it, like he like, hey, I did what I did, you know what I'm saying? F y'all, you know, and now you got youth who are impressionable. They looking at him like, hey, wow, you know what? I can get caught up in something, and then instead of accepting responsibility for it, you know. I can just tell on the next person, and then when I come home or get out of that situation, I could just say, Hey, be arrogant about it. Hey, it is what it is, whatever you know, come get me, right? Or 999, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what he's doing, right? And so now people are like, Now yeah. the youth is like, Okay, yeah. well, that's that's all right for me to do it, you know. And we had this conversation before, as far as like even his fans, right? His fans are the ones that really don't care about him snitching on somebody, right? They go listen to his music regardless, right? Because they're not, most of them wasn't really urban kids and things of that nature with them, right? And then low-key yeah. even the urban kids go listen to it, right? They may not, they might keep the volume down low now, though, you know what I'm saying? They might yeah. keep it down low, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think yeah. that people yeah. would have respected him as a human being if he would have came home and had like a contrite heart. And was like, hey, you know what, I I put myself in a situation, man, you know, a bad situation or whatever, you know, and use his celebrity to go around and speak to the youth. Now, I guarantee you, man, ain't no school want to have him come to school saying, hey, you know, don't do drugs, don't sell drugs, don't be around, you know, because of the way he's acting because of that situation, so he really scarred himself for the future. Yeah, it's gonna be some short-term gains from it, but I don't think in three to five years we'll know who Takashi Six Nine is. You know what I mean? Because of the fact it's just the it's just the way life works. You know what I mean? It's like you don't you don't do that and then come home yeah. and then taunt and antagonize and uh, treat people the way you're treating people with an arrogant spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like I just think his, his approach was was totally bogus. No, and um. Yeah, so he you know, he he's already been ostracized by society, by some people, you know, and he's really hurt by everything and it's his way of kinda of like using it as a defense mechanism.
1: Yeah, and I agree with you, man. Uh like you say in three to five years, they're gonna be like, you know, who is the cop well, we may remember exactly. them, but we're gonna be like, Where are where are yeah. they now? It's gonna be one on type of that. one on type of things, man. And my response to that is just my little opinion about that is it goes back to what you were saying, man. Just like when you was in the game, bro, you knew it, it was it was it was a temporary game for you, but at the same time, you still had morals and principles installed in you, man. You you knew that you had you could serve a big, a uh, much more valuable uh, uh, debt to society. Right than opposed to what you was doing and that was your that was your you know that was you that was your 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 spirit your morals within yourself so you know just as a person bro like you said man if i put myself in a certain situation bro and i know i'm putting people around me in certain predicaments, and i'm the i'm the reason behind it and uh you know it could cause them uh long-term consequences. I'm going to be accountable for it, bro. Like, That's just in my opinion. I'm going to be accountable for it. Even even on my, in my daily life, if I'm doing something at work or at home, whatever it is, bro, if they say, uh, if I send somebody at my job and send them to, I'm just giving the crazy example. If I send them to the store or something and they wasn't supposed to leave or whatever, or, we, or it was my idea for us to go to the store, and I talk them into it, and uh, I say, hey, man, I'm going to pay you, you know, and they may ask, "Hey, where is this person at?" And they left, and they find out they left, and they threaten to fire them. And they, and if, if it's between me or them to hoot somebody to tell and turn the other person in, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna step up to the plate and and, and admit, like, "Hey, man, I, it was me. I was right. behind it." No, just being definitely. accountable for your actions. That's what I'm trying to say, man. So, yeah. So, regardless if you with somebody in the streets or not, bro, it all go back to the type of person you with. because if you got certain morals and principles behind you that you live by it's going to come out at some point if you're a slime person it's going to come out in the street if you're more more with morals it's going to come out in the street so i feel like with him he was just a slimy type of person you know because if you that type of person that turn your friends in in that situation you would turn your friends in on anything just everyday life situation so uh on the other hand though on the other hand of it now when you start talking about like that's what that's the lifestyle you live you signed up for. My take on that is now, if I was loyal to these people, mm-hmm. and I talked to, I talked to you about this as well. If I'm if I was loyal to these people and they did turn it back on me like that, try to sleep with my girl and kill my family and kidnap and distort me and all that. And then I end up getting time behind it. Or potentially get time behind it. They ain't care for me while yeah, I was out. So why should too, I care yeah. for them while I'm in? So, you know, I yeah, I just have to wear that hat. Y'all just have to call me a rat or a snitch. It's a slime yeah. for a slime. You double cross me, or triple crossing you, you know, and I just deal with it when I get out. But I'm not finna put my life on the line or sacrifice 10, 20 years of my time for somebody who Mm-mm. don't even give two downs about me, you know. So it's it's, it's a tricky situation, but yeah, at the end know. of the day, don't put yourself in a situation. You ain't ready and
0: for yourself, what comes with and it, and man. And, and know this as well. There is no honor among thieves. I don't care what nobody say. You know what I mean? Like, ain't no honor right. among thieves. You know what I mean? Um, That's true. <laughs> those same people that was the crazy part about it, right? If in fact, but I don't know the case. I don't know the case, but it sounds like it's true that um, mm-hmm. those people that they try to kill him, or they try to kill his mama, or kill him. What was? Right. Well, they
1: kidnapped him, and they kidnapped him and uh, they tried to kill him and okay, they threatened so to kill him. So his now you look at family, it like his this, mama. right? Because
0: I try to look at and both his, sides, yeah. right? Um, and both of them a person can say it mm-hmm. comes with the game, right? Um, they were disloyal to right. him, right? Or, or they were just the, the, the act that they did was disloyal, right? Is it it, was, it right. was an act of betrayal, right? Um, Want to kill somebody, or, according to him, according to him, right? According to I him. I don't know the facts according, of the case, right? But listen yeah. to the facts of the case, right. okay. um Right. A person to say, okay, well, if somebody did that to anybody, that's an act of betrayal. Same, a person to say, okay, telling on somebody is an act of betrayal. You know what I mean? So a person can look at it both ways, you know what I mean? Both both, both, act, both acts were disloyal. Whether it happened mm, to K- yeah. Takashi, or or what happened to Joe Blow, you know what I mean? Your friends kidnap you, right? Or try to kidnap your mom or kill your mom, you know? And you turn around and you feel like it's justified for you to tell on them, and both of y'all disloyal. Both, both both of y'all did some disloyal acts. Both of y'all That's did. True. Both of them was acting betrayal. Hey, hey. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I, I think about like that. That is true. You know, you know, it's in our community, we only think about certain things as an act of betrayal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, somebody setting somebody up for right. a robbery. You know what I'm saying? It's the same. It's the same thing. You know, it's betrayal is, you know, betrayal is betrayal, you know? Um, right. It like, well, yeah. what they
1: say two wrongs don't make a right. Exactly. Yeah. that's true that's true so look man my last question to you is man before we get up out of here bro and i told you this too man uh, i'm starting something new where all my guests at the end of the show you know going towards the end of the segment i'm gonna call it uh are are you good you know what i'm saying like you good bro and pretty much just giving you the space and just kind of giving you the open floor to discuss anything you want to discuss bro. whether it's on topic or not it can be something non related to what we're talking about but it's just kind of me giving back to uh mental health amongst men and you know because we don't really talk about things as far as where we at mentally dealing with depression anxiety and you know just our mental way of being man so my question to you man is you good bro like you know what i'm saying like how are you mentally bro like do you need to talk about anything off record or, you know, anything you want to address, get off your chest? Just, right. Um, pretty much, man, I, I where you stand, bro?
0: Our conditioned response is I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. straight, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah. For the most part, with me, bro, like, what's been bothering me really, man, is, like, this whole COVID situation, like, the anxiety around that. You know what I mean? Like, even with myself, I had um had a battle with it. Luckily, it was, a, it was a mild case. Still getting over it, you know what I'm saying? But just bless the God that it wasn't as serious as a lot of other cases I've seen. But um, just just dealing with that, man, and just listening to everything that relates to it on the news, you know what I mean, in the media or just like this period. It's like, man, so many people lose yeah. their lives behind it, you know, and then to be struck with it, your own self, um, and, and and going through the motions with it. It's like it's anxiety. Like you don't even want to touch things no more. You know what I mean? It's like because you you, you had a, such an experience with it. Right. And so I think for me, just um, just that. You know what I mean? Kind of just wrapping my mind around that, not being as paranoid about this whole new virus and just the way it's changing the way we live and move in our in our lives. You know. And so, uh, so that's so for me that that's one of the right, things that's right. Kind of being on, the, on on the forefront. Of, of of my mind you know just kind of just, just just getting over just getting over that like like mm. the anxiety and the emotional roller coaster as it relates to that you know especially when you're directly impacted
1: so what you right so what um what do you do to kind of cope with your anxiety bro like like you have any like a uh any, like, routines you follow? You talk to I anybody or you kind of deal with, it, myself, you deal with think, it yourself? I don't think
0: that's, always, that's healthy, man, you know? Like, you got to have an outlet. So I think just me talking about it now is cool, you know? Uh, I know the world will be able to hear and listen. And I don't think it's, it's enough of that, you know, especially as as black men, you know, we look at stress or anxiety as a sign of, of weakness, whether we said or not, you know what I mean? Or we just right. don't talk about it, you know, we just find other things to talk about and just kind of deal with it solidly, you know, and at times, you know, that can, that can be, silence can be deadly, Right. you know what I mean? In some cases. And so, yeah, right. man, so, uh, that, that this is a great part of your, of your show to kind of implement this, you know what I'm saying? And so, uh, yeah, yeah for sure, man, it's, just, it's, it's a good thing, bro.
1: Right. I, I, and I appreciate that, man. I want to pick it back off of that what you said too, bro. Because sometimes what can be looked at as a weakness is actually a strength. Like it take you more stronger to open up yeah. me and you both, bro. Because like I said, I spoke with Angel, and I was like, I, I played right, it back right, out. Yeah. Like, Damn, bro! I don't want these folks looking at me like yeah. this, you know. But it actually t- <laughs> it take more strength to be transparent yeah. and vulnerable than it is to be like I'm good. So really, that's a sign of strength, bro. But you know, to piggyback on what you said, bro, um, I, I I strongly recommend, bro, like, um, cause I ain't gonna just ask you that oh, and then man. you tell me that. But like, all right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Nah, no, man, uh, I strongly recommend you speak with some of the people in our group, our podcast group. Uh, they they hold platforms just for people with anxiety, and not only just not to talk about it, they like they kind of got professional wow. resources that can that can help. You see what I'm saying? If that's something that you want to look into further, bro. So, uh, I would recommend reach out to Angel or reach out to Erica, and um, uh, you know, they can probably point you to a direction to where right. you probably can, you know, if you're comfortable with it, where you could probably, you know, open up the doors to start addressing yeah, that because anxiety yeah. is a big issue within the black community, man. So, I uh, I appreciate you opening up about that big dog and be waiting to exploit you or nothing like that, bro. I'm just For trying sure. to bring awareness to it. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So before we get up out of here, bit, dog, um, please tell the people how they can reach you, bro, on all platforms and whatever else oh, you need man, to get out to how get Um there.
0: yeah, escaping the odds can be found on Stitcher, Anchor.fm, Apple uh iHeartRadio, Pandora, pretty much anywhere that podcasts can be can be heard. Um escaping the That's coming soon within the next 30 to 45 days or so. It's being worked on right now. But right now you all can go to escapingtheodds.com and sign up for the mailing list. Just drop your name and your email address and you know keep you updated on stuff that's happening uh with escaping the odds and also check out my escaping the odds podcast Instagram page, uh, like, comment on that. Follow me on Escaping the Odds fan page on Facebook. There's another another platform where you can check me out and just kind of support what I'm doing. Um, yeah, so just continue to just check out all of my, my episodes. You can binge watch it during this, binge listen during this quarantine. Uh, 19 episodes strong, and I guarantee you, you're going to like what you're listening to. Inspiring, but also great business tips and just learning about um, a person's struggle and just bouncing back and switching hustles, as I like to say, uh, opportunities over penitentiaries. So that's where we're at, and thank you all for tuning in. Support us both. Can You Blame Me podcast, Escaping the Odds podcast.
1: For sure. You sounded it up for me, man. So on that note, bro, we up out of here, y'all. Can You Blame Me podcast. It's not just yep. a podcast. Peace. It's a brand, man. Aaron, appreciate it, bro yeah man so we back at it again man so uh before we get up out of here I just want to say to each and every listener man I appreciate y'all for giving me an opportunity and giving me you know a little bit of your time to check out the content hopefully y'all enjoyed it and if y'all did be sure to like share and subscribe I promise y'all y'all don't know how important that is man how much that means like share and and subscribe man if you can't do that just tell a friend to tell a friend and if you can't do that send a burger center out however you do it i don't care how you do it just like share and subscribe or tell a friend to tell a friend with that being said let's get into our sponsors man um shout out to K Glow essentials at kimberly tucker y'all be sure to check her out she got like different body products such as lotion Soap and I think she expanded to candles now and it really does work, man. Like natural uh body products as far as like soap and oatmeal, soap and cocoa butter. She got all type of stuff, man. It really does work. Shout out to Kimberly Tucker, man. Uh Loaf, you need any type of credit consulting. He's very busy now. So y'all make sure y'all book y'all appointment with him for a free credit uh advisement consultation and uh get with him man. He's he's growing by the day the low shout out to him too last but not least superior auto coverage.com 24 7 365 roadside assistance that consists of like 19 different services uh for as low as 9.99 a month i think the package is worth if i'm not mistaken $150,000. uh it's like triple a on steroids man it, it includes some of everything so y'all make sure y'all check out superior And on that note, man, once again, thank y'all for listening. See y'all next week. We gone.